back out on the roof. It's, uh, yeah, Sunday midday, kind of fucking cloudy day. Got some fucking, uh, super cloudy. Got some, uh, birds. I see some birds. Like some nice coasting. You know about it? Alright, so this pod, um, who said that? I think Sheila Hetty said that. Yo, I'll be making mad. I'll be making too many Sheila Hetty references. She, she does interviews. And uh, she used to mess around a lot with recording conversations with her friends. She's talking about that and how should a person be. But she, she said at a certain point she stopped um, recording conversations with her friends and just doing interviews with people she doesn't know. Because when you talk to your friends on a recording, you like the element of your friendship takes over the recording pressure. So you don't actually, it's like a different kind of conversation. You just talk about stuff. It, w- it wouldn't be interesting to somebody else because you're talking about stuff um, that only you know. It's like there's no pressure. There's no you forget about it's being recorded, so you're not trying to say stuff that'd be interesting to wider audience. You're trying to say this to your friend. So with that being said, I- I've been trying to record some pods with like some homies, and I've been thinking about that. You know, like oh, am I just just some just some drivel? If it's gonna be interesting to somebody else, hope it's windy. I'm picking up. I'm gonna hide this recorder under my jacket. Oh, it's better. Can hear it better now. Got a little sound thing, but nonetheless, I had to record a pod with my with the, my, with the homie Harold. So, um, so what the fuck? Shut the door. I know we did. All right. So Harold's a homie. Um, I'm, I'm known for a few months, and we uh, we out here. We on this on this Co Faulkner bender right now, reading Mad Faulkner books. So we read uh fucking over the past month and a half read sound and the fury uh, let's call it a reading group we in a reading group i don't know why i'm being cryptic but just that's what i'm doing read sound and the fury as i lay dying fucking sanctuary um although i didn't fucking finish sanctuary um and then we read uh light in august and absalom so let's, let's think about it. but this really just about um this really just about uh, absalom so faulkner started writing I think I'm gonna, I might get the dates wrong. Around 1930, that's when Sound of the Fury. Yeah, I think it's all these books are in like a four-year, four or five-year stretch around 1930 up to like 1933, 1929, 1933. I think right when he started, he started going in. I think right when he was about uh, about 30 or maybe 32. He was born in 1990. He's born in 1897. So yeah, he around his you know 30s, 30 to mid 30s, he really just went on this tear, right? So yeah, Harold's a homie, he, he, uh, he fucking, uh, whatever. That's all, that's all we need to know for this conversation. We're reading these same books and, and, uh, and talking about it. Um, but, okay, so, what's Absalom about? I know it's ridiculous for me to be posting episodes on, on fucking Faulkner, like motherfuckers are out here running up to this shit. I know it's hard to get into, but I think it's actually quite a simple story, what, what, uh, what Absalom is about. So, pretty much in, um... Um, and Sound of the Fury is pretty much this story. You got an old, you got an old family living in the South. You know, all of Faulkner just is looking at these kind of insulated families right around, right after the Civil War, right? So you got these families that they're wilding out. They, they, they thought they struck gold. They're like, oh, we could use people. We could use people like tools to grow shit better and make mad money. And then suddenly, nah, you you can't do that, bro. You can't use people to grow shit better. Then, 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 then all the ideas they developed, all the gnarly ideas about honor, fucking royalty. You know what it all is, dude? 
It's it's what America is, bro. It's the extreme individualism that comes when you aren't in like a monarchic country. And every country before this has some really strict political structure where it's like, this is the queen. This is the fucking emperor. This is the fucking dictator. Um, what's it's Japanese? I guess it'd be the emperor, right? Uh, emperor. Oh, fuck was mine. Yeah. You can't, there's only, th- you, you were born into being a fucking shoemaker. Your dad was a shoemaker. You a shoemaker, right? You a fucking, uh, you a, uh, whatever. Insert more, uh, archaic, uh, um, traits. Now suddenly they, they drop, tuck down this new land. It's a free-for-all, bro. It's a free-for-all. It's like, it's like when you go in a store or something and you just take some shit. I don't do this really. Uh, and suddenly no one stops you. Oh, I could just take this, these fucking, I could just pull, I could just take these cliff bars, put them in my pocket, I'm out, no one's stopping me. Oh, I'm going to do that again. I'm going to do that again. You don't keep doing that. It's, it, it, so in a way, it's like this whole birth of this new consciousness of you are, you have to take care of your own self. You make your own decisions. No one really going to stop you until someone stopped you and someone stopped you at the fucking civil war. So that's what the, that's what these families are dealing. And obviously, Faulkner grew up in that shit, bro. He was born in 1897, so that's like what 30 years after the war. He grew up in a in a in a family in the South. So all of the books, all the story in Quentin is about all this weird stuff. So it's also about all this weird stuff. So a weird thing, a weird thing happened with his sister, um, Quentin. So it's a family: Quentin, you know, Benji, Caddy, and Jason. Those are four siblings. Benji, Benji. Yeah. So I'm not gonna try to get to that too much, but basically. What happens is Quentin's kind of like, I think of him as kind of like the most like Faulkner type character because he like he like he like young he at Harvard he thinking about shit you know what I'm saying and, and and basically it's all set in 1910 and Quentin got this weird shame about he trying to protect his so they all got a, they all got so then they're all dealing with the with a gnarly father you know what I'm saying who just kind of all he cares about is is that essential idea of, of that idea of touching down a new land and being able to do whatever you want and taking it to another level of of growth and dynasty building until until they realize that you can't do that. So he's dealing with this gnarly father who's just trying to spread his seed. You know, he's trying to plant his seed. That means grow cotton and that means uh, uh, expand the purity of your last name, your name. Um, you know, create a clan, you know. Uh, impregnate women, um, create offspring, um, be remembered, you know. So Quentin's dealing with that that dad. So he, but he he very sensitive. So he, he he's like he trying to um, he got a sister, but then he kind of gets all possessive. Like he got a sister, Caddy, and when she when she when when she gets married when she's young, he he's kind of spazzing out. There's some weird kind of some kind of incest type stuff or whatever. Or kind of not really just like incest feelings and then basically um he spaz out and you learn that he killed himself um in 1910 while he was at college he said all right i'm fucking out i'm over it you know what i'm saying so now absalom picks up this story absalom jumps back six months earlier so that was in june of 1910 i think june or july summer of 1910 or that that would actually be spring june 21st is a change but right around then mid mid-year so absalom is pretty much this is a story of Absalom. Um, 
and you remember his homie, his his homie from college, Shreve, and and they meet and they meet uh, in college, and they and the whole story is pretty much it, it, Faulkner gets tricky. He hits it from a lot of angles, so you don't be reading the first three parts of what the fuck is going on, who who talking, whatever. But as you get on, you start to realize it's pretty much just Shreve and Quinn sitting in a dorm room at, at Harvard, talking about. Uh, uh, Quentin, they're talking about the, 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 their ancestors. They're, 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 they're basically, his, grand, his, grand, his grandfather, his dad's dad, had a friend, Suppin. He's this dude who pulled up before the war, started started expanding, started making this huge land. You know what I mean? It's too cold. I'm going to go inside. But, um, all right, does that sound okay? I keep this fan off so I can smoke, smoke out the window. But, um, all right, so basically they telling each other the story of what happened so Quentin Hurtcake this is what it is okay Quentin he a kid what why, why did he kill himself that's the question and I think this is what it is I think he, he embarked on this event in this uh, investigative uh, mission to figure out where he came from bro who, 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 who's my dad really who's his dad who, who, what, what line, what's my genealogical line? And he basically, um, and he, so basically, he has a story about this dude, Suppin, who was his grandfather's best friend. So think about that. You, I mean, shit, dude. Well, this is wild, too, because Harold's, Harold's grandfather, grand, granddad, his dad's dad, just died. A couple weeks ago, and he went back to. Um, he mentions the pod. He went back to Ohio, where he's from. Harold's uh, Harold's half uh, Brazilian, half from Ohio, from Steubenville. So he grew up ha- back and forth between the places. I also fucking moved the show, and I'm half Japanese, half fucking white American. So that's another thing. You got these split races, and that's what ended up becoming becomes a lot about. It's about the confusion of place, and you don't know where you're from. I mean, this goes back to Suppin. Suppin, he's the dude. He, so basically, this dude's wild. And he 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 basically grows up. He um, goes to Haiti for a little bit when he's real young, but he and then and then he learns. So basically, it was why Quinn killed himself. I'm not gonna get. Um, I think what happens is he learns more and more about his past. Then he looks at his own actions and he goes, holy shit, dude. I'm just like, I'm just like something, dude. I'm just like my dad. I'm just like doing the same shit, bro. I'm doing the same shit. And I think he thinks, oh, and he doesn't like where he came from, you know? He goes, this fool is wild and this fool is something. So basically, when he's young, he's like 14, he goes lives in Haiti for a while. He like impregnates a girl. Then he learns that she she part black, and he spazzes out. He goes, "Oh, this is not this is not part of the vision. Part of see, a lot of the parts of the vision come down to a new land, build a house, start growing crops. That's a dope vision, bro. What's wrong with that vision? That's autonomy. That's that's a, that's actually a revolutionary vision." in the history of, sh- of shit because you suddenly think of for yourself you've grown for yourself that's self-subsistence but um but what's the crucial flaw in that oh we gonna use other people to grow our cotton bro you know and in order to maintain that you have to have an idea of being at a level above other people 
you know if you that whole vision breaks down because then if you treat if you if you white dude and you 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 that's part of your vision and that is a necessary part of the wild growth because all that because you're not counter factoring in your own labor you're taking that for granted slavery so if you start if you start treating your your part black kids just like your own offspring then suddenly you can't you can't stop start stop treating them like free labor also so what happens is when he young he impregnates someone who part black and it's like fucking all these terms of like you know it's like it's it's it has to do with that idea it's like if you part black you all black this is it's just, i know it's kind of dark you know it's it's fucking well the point is fucking pointing out the absurdity of it so basically then he leaves he comes to a new land starts having new kids that kid who got born charles bond he happens to go to college and meet um, um, Sutpin's next kid, who is white, as Henry. Henry's 20, um, Charles Bond, the part, the fucking 116th black other son of Sutpin. They meet at college and then they become friends. Then they come home for Christmas, one vacation. <laughs> Bro, suddenly, suddenly, uh, he's back in his, um, dad's, Charles, you know, the first kid, back in his dad's house, and he, he figures it out, um, and I think Suppen knows, but Suppen won't, and then during this time, um, Suppen's other daughter, Judith, and Henry's sister, you know, two good friends meet at college, they come home for a Christmas, and suddenly, oh, you got a sister. And they, they, they're all so close, and they start to have some romantic shit. Technically, it's his half-sister, so it's like some incest shit, you know? <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, it starts, then they go off to the civil, they go off to the war. All They get into all kinds of wild shit about the sister stuff and, and they, they figure it out so well that's one version of the story that's the version of the story i'm gonna focus on all charles wants is thomas up to go bro you're my son sorry i fucking bailed on you maybe uh don't hook up with uh, my other daughter because that'd be incest <coughs> and if his dad does that Charles Bond's good, dude. He's like, all right, bro, I'll dip. I'm not going to do it. But he refuses to accept him because he fucking won 116 black, all right? What happens? He spazzes out. He says, I'm going to fucking take your daughter anyway, your sister. And then Henry kills him. That's a whole story. And that, and then all this time, then Suppin, even late in his life, he's still trying to... He's doing all kinds of wild shit. He's just trying to crank out as many kids as possible. So Quentin hears this whole story. And he's kind of like, bro, I guess I'm just... And he got some weird stuff with his, you know, his, his sister. So, basically, he kills himself. So, um, yeah, so that's that story. But the whole book of Absalom is just these two, these two friends fucking trying to hash it out and, and tell the story. But we don't all actually know or we don't actually know what the story of our ancestry is. We just get the versions of it we hear from our dad or our male line you know and we kind of got to go off that and 
So when they're telling each other the story, they're kind of putting themselves in the place. Are they talking about? Um, and obviously, there's a pretty obvious parallel between Quentin and Shreve are at college talking about this in 1910. They're thinking about um, one generation above Charles, the one-eighth kid, and one-sixteenth, uh, whatever. And, and uh, Henry, they talking about they they got and then and then they go back even to Sutton and Sutton Sutton's friend. So it's kind of like when we read any story, we're putting ourselves in it. When we tell any story, we're telling our story of it. So there's a lot of cool stuff with that. But um, but obviously, then we were joking, like you know, like that's what me and Harold doing. Like I'm 28, Harold's 22. But, uh, oh no, it's funny, it's funny, listen, so, so that's why maybe I think I want to nonetheless let this pod live, because we sorting out, we trying to tell our versions of the story, figure out what it is, um, and goes without saying, like, I don't know, my, my grandpa passed in fucking, uh, this past spring, and, uh, I, I wish I had talked to that fool more, and kind of harassed him about his upbringing. Because I know he, he's very private. He's also a, he also was a Air Force Colonel, U.S. Air Force Colonel. Um, and uh, Supping was a Colonel too. But um, yeah, man. I think it's also, it's all just Faulkner trying to understand his past, you know, and I was reading this book, Faulkner, Mississippi, it's a book about it, and I think he was just doing mad research, looking at all kinds of logs of different people, and he out here talking to people in his town about about the history of the place, and he trying to put a story together that sort of essentializes um, the downfall of this, uh, of this, of the American South, and what their flaw was, you know, but he's also looking at, hey, we all got we all got these impulses. We got, we got these. We got this, you know, desire for power. We a lot of the systems in place in our in our country, you know, are about accumulation of land. Um, get you know, there's there's a racial element. There's an agricultural fucking property element, and there's also a kind of like a misogyny, you know, women a misogyny element. Or I don't want to just limit it to that. Well, it is. It's like um, I mean that's part of it. It's like encouraged in a lot of ways like you know you need a white you need to get married you need a if you want to be a viable uh, marriage candidate you gotta have bands you gotta have you gotta have a house you gotta have all this shit what are you gonna do to get that what lines what ethical lines are you gonna cross to get that that's a fucking question you know um and uh and, but I think also, like, and the thing is, Quentin, this almost feels to me like an alternate version of if Faulkner was learning about his past. Um, he also changed his name slightly. He added a U to Faulkner um, right when he started writing. So I think this is like, and Quentin's about the age before he started really putting down words a lot. His queen's in college, you know. So this is like an alternate history. If he got overwhelmed by by his past and just murked himself, I, I think it like that. Um, but he, but Faulkner didn't murk himself. 
Um, so I think the point is, yeah, dude, you can get... The thing is, we are part of our ends. We are made of the, you know, the same... Same, the same blood, the same, the same, you know, genes or ancestors, and uh, it's good to learn about that. It's good to see. It's good to not just go, oh, of course I'm nothing like the past. Like, no, you are, bro. But the, you gotta look at it so that you could uh, get past it and not be like that, or or figure out what parts you want to be, take from it, and 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 make that hard line. Like he got this rant. I think I stayed in the in the quote. It's in the in the pod. It's like. Sup him trying to have other people do the most basic shit for him, like tie his shoes from hand him a glass of whiskey. That dude, since all the time, every man gotta do that for themselves. Take care of your fucking self, bro. Stop trying to have other people fucking wipe your ass, bro. That's fuck shit, dude. Do that yourself. Respect other people as humans, dude. So, anyway, I don't know if this is gonna be interesting. It's a long ass intro, but. Alright. Uh. Want to get into this half so long? Get into it. Did you uh, like look at it all since, or did you? Did you like? What did you? What did, yeah, you you went in on it pretty consistently over the yeah. before. Yeah. While you were missioning back to Ohio, or not? Uh, I read it on the plane on the way back. I didn't read it all while I was there. Okay, but then since then. Yeah, and then like. I finished the last 30 pages the day before. Me too. Yeah. I, read, I read the last 30 pages. I read the last 30 uh, I like three hours. I through them. Yeah, I had three hours right before. Yeah. And I was doing like uh, like 20, it was like 22 an hour. Yeah. I was fucking going in. It might have even been higher, but I was, I was like keyed up. Yeah. So I read I read probably the last 50 pages right before. I thought the second half was, like, way Dude, easier. Dude, the fucking... I, like, this, yeah, six and on is, like, five. Yeah. Is five. After you get through six. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Six, it starts creeping in. The little asides about, like, them talking and shit. Yeah. Right? And then tying it in. Those were the sickest parts when it would go from, um... Um... The story... Yeah. Being told by Shreve. And he ended a, a riff... Yeah, and it would and describe the scene yeah. for maybe like three lines, and then, and then it would go. No, then it go. Oh, he said like thinking. Yeah, I tell fucking yeah. four pages of what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, those were the sickest moments. Or one of the, that's when it was like, oh, this is like not. This is wild, bro. That 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 starts picking up. Most of it out. seems like it's like fucking in Quentin's head. The end of it, even when Shreve's talking. There were some fucking funny lines that Shreve would interject when Quentin was talking. Yeah. Like, he goes, like, Quentin was saying that Shreve sounds like his dad, and then, like, 40 pages later, Shreve interrupts with, don't say it's just me that sounds like your old man. Exactly. They both think like they're... Yeah. <laughs> they both... Yeah, but that's... That, <laughs> Damn, I read all those parts as, like, so... So, uh... Fucking like we all are our fathers. Like yeah. all like fucking yeah. devastated. That was like the tone I read, and we were like taking jabs at each other. I was like, no. At that point, I was like, this, like I was just like fucking scrawling yeah. in the fucking margins. It's all, it's all. <laughs> there was some shit toward the end that was like moving. 
Like when fucking Henry and Charles are fighting. When uh, Henry and Charles are fighting? Yeah, and Henry's like, you are, you're my brother. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm the N-word that's going to sleep with your sister. Exactly, dude. Unless exactly. you stop. I wrote, part, yeah. unless you, I wrote that part down, bro. Yeah, dude, this is what I wrote about that part. Um, yeah, that's when it starts doing the stuff where it's like, it's not the two of them, it's the four yeah. of them, you know? And it's all in italics, and it's like third person as if it was there. Exactly. Yeah. Which is a good move how he goes into that. Yeah, it was not, now it was not the, it was not two before them riding with two horses. Um, yeah. That's, that's the first time he goes, it was four of that, on the, you know, uh, they were riding the horses through the dark over the frozen December ruts of that Christmas Eve. Yeah. Because they were going on the mish. Yeah. In the, in the other story, riding horses. So yeah, they, yeah. They're, yeah, they're coming back. They're yeah, coming back, back from, from, from the war. Yeah. So, yeah. And right before he, he yeah, that's 267. And the, the years are 1816 New Orleans and and then 1910 in the, in the Massachusetts dorm. That's where, right? That's where. Yeah. The, the story yeah. they're telling is 1816. Four of them in that room in New Orleans in 1860, just as there were four of them here in this tomb like room in Massachusetts. Exactly. In Exactly. So, so then it's like, then he's like, um, he's like, think of, or there's a, okay, then he's like, think of Judith in that conversation. Um, okay, but I'll, I'll, I have that whole page, but then there's another one where he's, oh yeah, because all, yeah, but all, so the dad stuff is like, all, all Charles or Bon wants, um, yeah, he just, he wants something to be like, uh, like forgive me like you are my oldest son protect your sister yeah never see either of us again just and then all he gets is like um and he describes Sutton's face like expressionless rock like face pale boring eyes no flicker yeah alright his face is like a rock that's that quote and then um and then yeah then he goes to that fuck dude yeah let me see what's good with those yeah, I don't want to get lost in my notes. So. Yeah, but um, but yeah, dude, fucking. Um, oh yeah, when he goes to that into the ITAL move. Yeah, yeah, I just want to find that one or that and talk about that. Um, let's see if there's any ITALs. I'm scrolling for ITAL. I think I I did the ITAL when I typed them up. Okay. Yeah, he because he's just passing out that whole conversation. Yeah, quite minutes because like he starts going like. Now I'm here all around, like, yeah, just, just like, so, okay, so it's, the story's about Sutpen, who's Quentin's grandfather's friend, homie. Yeah, yeah. Sutpen, he was saying, like, he was the only homie of, like, only yeah, friend yeah. of Sutpen, because he was just, like, isolated here, wilding, yeah. you know? So that's the connection, and then they're talking about their, their story, but then he's go, going, um... Just like his dad. Yeah. Sutpen's just like his dad. Right? Sutpen's like his dad? Yeah. So Sutpen will do some shit and he'll just be like, just like father, like capital father. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Quentin's dad. Quentin's dad. Yeah, yeah. So so, so it's like a, it is, there's, there's an archaeological, there's a genealogical element. Yeah. You mean like the connection between Sutpen and Quentin's dad? 
Yes, that's the connections keep being made when he's spazzing out. Yeah, but in act, yeah. So it's so it's but it's actually his grandpa's friend. So yeah, yeah but still, yeah. So that's when it becomes like that's who he's seen. Yeah, but then 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 there then it starts. It almost goes like, but maybe Sutpins goes like maybe we're all like Sut. Um, yeah, maybe we're all like Sutpin. Yeah, we're all Sutpin. They all become Sutpin. Yeah, oh, there's that line. It's like, maybe we're all Sutpin, or maybe we're not. Maybe it takes like two of you to make, make and Sutpin. It takes Sutpin to make all of us. Let's find out. Oh, yeah. We're that was a wild bar. I, I wrote that I think that's a date. Okay, maybe it's 210. I have the picture of that page. 210? Yeah. Um, oh, here we go. I put a check mark. Dude, I have this page. I, I brought like 12 pages. Oh, that's the one that... Uh, fucking McDonald exerted. That, yeah, you look how it fucking. Um, it's 210? Yeah. Or 208? It's two. This one? It's two. Yeah. It's 210. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, spazzing out on this whole part. Dude. Yeah, it was wild. I was spazzing out on this whole part. Um, yeah, that's like the. Okay, so. Yes, we are both father, yeah. maybe father. That's now. the moment you initially referenced. Yeah. Don't. This is a. A fucking this is like the fucking alright cause you said don't say it's just yeah um so they're talking about when, when the uh, moment that Charles pulls up at Sutton's ranch right the voice symbol that appears at the door or is it Charles's son I think that part that leads up to it there's yeah. all this, these rants um about um about um all the thing this plan Sutton has. Yeah. Like the grand like uh, his Quentin design. Yeah, his design. That bar, it's like um um so Quentin's grandfather uh, grand grandfather is um he's kinda going, this is kind of how we say it or like, you know, like that yeah. would say it. Um um the simplest for- version of the story of Sutton is um I have a like I have a plan, I have a design. Yeah, I'm going to get. What is that bar? Do you have that one? Which one is that? I think I got it. Hold on. That shit on two ten above there. I think they're talking about when Suppin was a kid. He knocked on the the door, and the black the slave told him to go oh, around the back. Yeah, that's, that's the boy that symbol. Yeah. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah, because they said to stand on the outside of a white door and knock at it. Okay. 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 Sick. Um, yeah. So that's about his design right there. But he's saying, yeah, his design was, um, he wanted a fucking, I need, okay, I want, I want, uh, like, land, like, uh, like, fucking, what was that list, bro, I want to find that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, okay, he has his perfect plan, and then it all gets fucked up with, like, that interaction. That's yeah. That's about that. Um, and then, yeah, so then it goes, okay, then further down that page, it goes, Thinking the second thinking, yes, we are both father, or maybe father and I are both. Okay, yes, we are both father. Shreve and Quinton are both yeah. his dad, or maybe father and I are both Shreve. Maybe it took father and me both to father and me both to make Shreve, to make Shreve or Shreve and me both to make father. Or maybe Thomas Sutton to make all of us. That's the fucking fucking line I fucking yeah. underline. So maybe it th- yeah. So it's like maybe they're like Sutton too. Fuck. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but formerly that was sick when um, when you go into italics, you just doing what the person's thinking, kind of. You go, you go like present tense. Like yeah, immediate. present tense. Yeah, it's it's narrated by that person. Right, it's narrated by that person. Yeah, but for sure, it could be like just. Uh, I want to see how you're doing it because I got one of those too. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. The way I see it, kind of is like a a narrative mode to talk about preoccupations. Yeah. In a way that's like intrude, because you're like preoccupations about your mind intrude. So I feel like that's right. what the italics do. That's like what's yeah. You and your you're what's this? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's like capturing your yeah. attention apart from like the actual way you're going. You step back, real yeah. Quick. That, that's that. That's that step back. Yeah. Or it's like, like kind of into your okay. Or yeah. That's how I see it. It's, it's like this. If like the regular fucking non-italics is up here and then the italics is here and both those storylines are running parallel it's like the head and what's going on that's how I'm doing it right now yeah which I think is like the the purpose of them kind of absolutely yeah absolutely is that how you like think yeah, about it yeah exactly so it's like um, what I say like what's really going on or uh yeah uh, but that's the purpose of it yeah I've been using it for and sometimes you do it for like flat. I do it for like some deep cut flashbacks. Yeah, that's what I don't want to do. Yeah, you, know? you could you could just do it real quick. Real, yeah, I feel like that's what I was. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Um, you can almost do anything within those italics, right? Faulkner really does. Like there's that crazy italics, fucking. That's like the longest sentence. Oh yeah, it's all italics, like unpunctuated. Yeah, that's just and like that describes that's, like that's Quinn's. Yeah, show, right. And that little session like describes basically everything that happens in the book, but it's like you know italics and it's in a different mode. Wait, say that again. Like in that longest sentence. Yeah. Like if you read through it, like it describes everything that right. happens in the book, but kind of in like a cloudy, fucking nebulous way. Oh. So yeah. it's not totally clear what's going on there. You know, but you pick right. up some, like, feeling right. things. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. Right? I got one way I've been doing it where it's, like, um, uh, like a lapse into, like, 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 uh, you, you know, uh, or, like, little kid POV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. I did that. Because that's probably from when, uh, just from, uh, the Quint, uh, does Quint have flashbacks in Sound of Fury? Yeah, he does. Like, a big part of it is the flashback to when he told off, he tried to fight the dude that was fucking his sister. Right. That's a big thing. It goes sure, dude. And that's, that's connected to this. So this is fucking January of a year. Yeah. Uh, 1910. Uh, oh, yeah, shit. Whole, when does Quentin kill himself? June. That's really fucking June or July. Crazy. So... It's the same year. You got paper. Oh, you got a sick paper towel. Yeah, dude. Um, so that's the same year. So that's that's what made this shit OD for me. That's when this thing went into fucking overdrive. Yeah, man. for that sure. That element of it. Because um, Quentin's what basically he fucking dead. He about to. Yeah, he he fucking out. He about to be out. What did he say? 
oh my god okay first of all the room is like super tomb the room is like this is it's like, cold it's tomb-like. oh it's tomb like they say that a lot yeah, it's tomb like it's tomb like they keep saying how it's tomb-like. <laughs> but but what are these but but it's kind of like because I feel like they're doing this investigation to see uh, all the fucked up shit they come from that like yeah maybe he's trying to look at that they are yeah right they're doing that mis- but then um, what were you gonna say yeah, no, I think you're on He's the to, the right track there. Like but Quentin's it, like describing the South, like right. where he's from. He's basically describing right. who he is, right? And it's just completely fucked up and tormented, right? Right. In like a big way, right? right for sure. Shreve asks him like, if the South is Quentin here, Shreve asks him at the end like, why do you hate the South, right? Like, why does he hate himself? He's like, yeah, I don't I hate it. I yeah. don't hate yeah, it. Exactly, dude. Exactly. That's how, yeah. Um, but I guess it was making me think about a lot of people could be, yeah, no, I guess. It's just wild to think that, like, it's like, sometimes it's like, seems really exciting or interesting to try to look really closely at, like, uh, your, you know, your aunt, your parents, yeah. your dad, you know, your yeah. your bloodline, and, and, and relate. That seems like a almost like a, um, I can't think of the right word, but like a good thing to do. Yeah, I think. Um, I, but then, like, it's sort of being like, this is also just it's like you're, you're already dead once you start to go all the way to the point where you're like, we're just like everybody, you know? It's oh like, yeah, you know, it's like that's it's kind of gnarly. Yeah, though. maybe it's that's what it's saying. Because it's like he already—I think it's almost like they're already dead. Like by the yeah, it's it's the story. It's the story about the losing battle. (laughs) Quentin's lost his battle. This is kind of like his epic, right? Exactly. Yeah, he lost his battle. But what did he he lose it with? I feel like because I feel like a lot of it is about like it seems like he can't handle the burden of like his fucking family in the south and all of that. It seems like he just. He's too. He associates himself with that too closely. Right. Like he, he feels like he's already doomed, like right. everybody else. Yeah, I think that that's fatalism. That fatalism. Yeah, exactly. Because in this, in the story, Quentin relates and hears everybody's doomed from the beginning. Like we know everything's fucked. Right. Suppin is fucked as soon as he gets on there. He's doomed from the beginning. Everybody's doomed. <laughs> right. But I guess I guess I was just thinking like. He's also understanding something or some shit like that. You think so? Or he's like, okay, so like, what? I think I had some bars about. Because Suppin also. I feel like Suppin represents the free for all of suddenly all this no constraints of, or like individualism. The free for all of individualism. Because before people were posted in England, like they didn't think like that because there was there was like a hierarchy. Yeah. And suddenly you're like this, but it's also like a birth of. It's like I want this. Like we still have that now. Yeah. It's like I want this. I want that. And I need to do these things to get it. And holy shit, dude! I could just fucking do those things. Yeah. Like nobody's gonna stop me. That's like this new, you know? Yeah. And and. That's like a very American. That's, that's yeah. That's 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 fucking. He's got like this free for all mentality. It's completely, but it's also yeah. It's also free from any 
Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's on. It's yeah. It's on some wild. It's on some. But still, some the, wild the thing that I felt like we didn't talk about in class yeah. that was important in this was that Sutton's got that mentality, but he comes from this like fucking white trash background or whatever. And eventually, like, he gets everything he wants, but he's still fucking hanging out with Wash Jones, who's white trash, like, the people he comes from. And he ends up getting killed because of that. Because just, like... That's not why... Yeah, he got killed because he fucking, um, went in on that yeah. fucking 14-year-old, bro. Listen to these... Yeah, that's 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 when the book kind of picked up when they dropped that verse. Yeah, that was wild. He was saying, um... He's like, just... He said, like, just like father... He's just like his dad. Yeah. Um, like an old fuck, like, just trying to get, like, just, like, take, do take one more shot, like, like a cannon, like, on it, but, like, hold on, I gotta find it. Or it's, like, he had two different metaphors, but it was, like, just kind of, like, one last flash of, like, that, this, this, but he's all, yeah, let me find it. Um, it's 148. 148? Yeah, mad and potent man trying to crank out one last cannon shot. That's what I wrote. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, like a page, fucking circle. Just fucking uh, the oh okay. Must have seen himself as the old worn out cannon, which realizes that it can deliver just one more fierce shot and crumble to dust in its own furious blast and recoil. Yeah, it's like that one like um, um fucking kamikaze like yeah you know like I'm just gonna blow my just but but what's the impulse to plant your your he just your wants to conquer him down yeah to have one more like. Unit he's trying yourself. to get a son. Yeah. He's trying to get... He's trying to get a son, exactly. He got two he's sons that aren't good enough. But, like, that impulse... That's what the impulse is. Trying to, um... That's his design. Down. He's that's just trying to chase his design, down. dude, yeah. Because his design was a dynasty. Right. And the other white one. son to take it on. Right. Exactly. But, like... Why does it have to be white? Um, because... The black guy dissed him when he was a kid. I know, but like, get over it, bro. Yeah, he can't. That's what dooms him. Is I is know, his fucking know, prejudice? That's, is what sinks him. But that's 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 the problem. But, yeah, um, but yeah, why is he? Why does he need to fucking? Uh, why does he need to to do that so bad, bro? You know what I like? Why does he need to, yeah, I wrote down earlier. I was thinking. I was kind of thinking about this as yeah. in an existentialist lens. I've been doing that sure. with a lot of Faulkner. Yeah. And uh, it, it's like my reading of Subpin in that lens yeah. is that he was going for this kind of existentialist freedom. Right. But he was too tied down in the facts of his life. And that eventually doomed him. And he could never get out of that. So he could never get free. Right. You, right. Know, you know what right. I mean? Right. He was too like caught up in the facts about about his birth about and his situation right. and who he was and he could right. never get out of that and like freely make his fucking dynasty right but that is an interesting element of him um, that is necessary that is important to understanding him yeah which is that because he was he didn't know like when he was born um he didn't know like what year he was born yeah um because he missed it out of there all all quick at uh, right. He went to Haiti when he was 14. Right. Um, uh, so he didn't know the, the, the he didn't know um, the year on either side of just how old he was. That's what he told uh, Quentin's uh, grandpa. Yeah. Um, 
So he knew neither where he had come from, nor where he was, nor why. That's one quick bar, no, yeah. pun no punctuation. So he knew neither where he had come from, nor where he was, nor why. So, that's 184. But that's like, so I feel like that's the extreme of, of needing to plant yourself down somewhere. Yeah. Um, because you don't, you, 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 that's what the new, it's not needing to plant, it's like over planting. Yeah. It's, it's the agricultural impulse run rampant, you know? Yeah. You gotta fucking, this, the fattest oak tree, we're gonna become a, we're gonna plant this rock here. Yeah. Right? This fucking, because we were here, it's like, nah, dude, we are like the plants, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, um, same thing um, with young Charles. Yeah. Um, 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 with the lawyer bro and his mom. Yeah. And they were both, he said, uh, his mom was trying to, um, it's like whatever, trying to make her a type of person, um, so he'd be as rich as rich, he'd be as like wealthy as like rich soil or something. Yeah. But then he was saying that like the lawyer was just like harvesting him and doing yeah, all this there, kind of there stuff. Yeah, there is a lot of like agriculture. There's a lot of agriculture, yeah. Which I mean fucking ties into the downfall of the South, right? Because that was everything. they trying to do, they're trying to, yeah, they're trying to make, yeah. It was growing and they needed cotton, slaves bro. to pump that out and then the, the war right. ended that. Right. And they couldn't fucking grow anything anymore, so they were doomed. Right. They were broke. It was strictly agricultural. Yeah, it's that's like, all they that's had. Just, and that's and that's how a lot of fucking growing shit, bro. Like they going OD with it, trying to control people with it. Yeah. With the with the growing with too the growing big. Stuff. <laughs> growing too big. Yeah. yeah, dude. Expanding too far. And then Sutpin was. By the time he was fucking old and the war was over, he was just. Working in that little store, that was all he had. It was right. that little store that he that had store. with fucking Aunt Rosa's right. dad. Right. And, and then, then he fucks, fucks him, him over. Yeah, and he fucks him. And Aunt Rosa's dad's like, um, um... Do you know exactly what went on there? Like, did you get a sense of how he fucked them over? Uh, so this is what happened. Okay. He didn't fuck him over. Yeah, I think it actually worked. Okay. But then he felt so shitty... Actually, that it worked. I have some bars from that part. He felt so shitty that it worked because he felt like guilty, and or he had, he was like he like hated his he like hated the South. Um, he like would have joined, the, or he was like um, Coldfield. Coldfield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're but, talking uh, about. But Coldfield. then Robert E. Lee came after him. Oh, where? And that's why he locked himself in a room. And that's Coldfield how he mad at himself when the scheme works. It's two hundred nine. Two hundred nine. When the South. Glad when the South is losing. He's glad when the South is losing. Would have joined the North. This is my paraphrase. Um, would not be present the day the South would realize that it had now, it was now paying the price for having erected its economic edifice not on the rock of stern morality but on the shifting sands of opportunism and moral brigandage. Oh, so like, yeah, dude, it's like, bro, it's like, it's like suddenly, yeah, it's just like, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't just be wild like that. Yeah. It's like, suddenly it's like a new game and like, no one said, you can't, yeah. yeah. Oh, this, like, people are like, this is, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, this is another bar I want to read about Seppin. What is it? 179, the end of it. Um, okay, this is, this is what Seppin's, like, fucking mode, this, this is what he, how he wilding, bro. 
They had living human men to perform the endless repetitive personal offices, such as pouring the very whiskey from the jug and putting the glass into his hand, or pulling off his boots for him to go to bed, that all men have had to do for themselves since time began, and would have to do until they died, and which no man ever um, has or ever will like to do but which no man that he knew had ever any more thought of evading than he had thought of evading the effort of chewing and swallowing and breathing. Yeah. Bro, this is basic shit you gotta do for yourself. Yeah. You can't have motherfuckers over here handing you, like, a, like your toothbrush, bro. Yeah. Pick up your fucking toothbrush. You think bro. something got out of touch? <laughs> that's yeah, dude. Thing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, that's fucking... That's, that's not... You can't look at other... Yeah, you can't yeah, look at real. other people. And, like... Bro, it seems like what underlies a lot of this, this book especially, Faulkner's thinking, is like, yeah. seems like he's got the fact that slavery was a mistake in his mind yeah. throughout all that, because he mentions it like a good bit in here, which is that he, th- right. like, he points to that as almost a downfall of the South. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he thinks it's like a moral error doomed him, is what it kind of sounds like. Yeah. Which is like some biblical shit. Which this sure. book is really for biblical. Sure, bro. For Did you sure. look up what Absalom comes from? No, what is it again? It's a uh, David, King David's son was Absalom, and Absalom was like this real pimping ass dude. He would dress up, and he had a bunch of horses with him all the time. Oh, and, and the then, horses in the back. Yeah, and then he ran a coup on David, his dad. Wow. And he got kicked out, and then they had a, a war. And David told his people not to kill his son Absalom. And then one of his generals killed Absalom and like showed it to him. And then like this quote is from uh, David's reaction. He's like, oh, my son Absalom. Absalom, he's like, oh, he's right. He's yeah. Because his rocks. son's dead, yeah. His oh, son had tried to get him. God. Yeah, and that's what the title comes All from. right, all right, dude. That's Which is pretty show. sick. <laughs> That's pretty fucking sick, dude. That's that showdown. That was a wild part. The showdown. Or, like, they were all at at war. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. General, How about... It was General... It was General Suppen. He was Colonel So, they had to pull up to, like, that area. Yeah. And try to fuck with him. And he's just like, bro, literally... Yeah. How about how he never talks to fucking Charles? That's like heartbreaking. I like know, he never even dude. wants to see him or anything. No, dude. That's all Charles wants. He just he just wants him to fucking be like, what's good? Yeah. Dude, just to wild. say he's his dad. Say, and he yeah. said he was gonna leave. Right. And he ends up dying. No, he uses. He uses. That's the only thing I was trying to say. Where it wasn't some. It wasn't. Some in, it was what the incest aspect of it that does not it, that would, it was like well he says it's it was about oh I just looked at that page okay, okay, said so it's not it's the miscegenation not right, the incest the which part. you can't bear Henry doesn't answer I flipped back to that exactly. <laughs> that's the part yeah Henry's so fucking conflicted over this too this yeah. moment ruins his whole life you got escaped and he's holed up in the house with like malaria or some shit oh, he got yeah. fucked up oh fucked up dude and he gets burnt to death by his fucking sister oh yeah so basically it becomes about um miscegenation but basically it's like it's the, the it's more I don't know the part that's so gnarly is like being like I'm gonna use your sister yeah. slash daughter 
I don't know. It's wild because it wasn't like it was. All I'm saying is like when you go, my initial idea, like you say incesting, it's like oh my god, yeah. incesting. It's not like because because it's not it's not like they say when he first like kisses Judith. Yeah, it's like she. It was like okay, it was playing on it. It was wild. But that part was crazy. It was like um, it was a, like her face afterward. Like it was just like surprised. Yeah, that like um, um, you're you know the person that the. the the person you're into would like kiss you on the mouth. Yeah, like, yeah. In parentheses, it's like just like your brother would kiss you on the mouth, provided yeah. your brother would, would it was in his brother, you know, if it was yeah, like his brother's yeah. thing to like kiss you on the mouth. That is, so he, he plays on it. I remember that. Yeah, but there, it's not like their element was obviously not. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, but then the fact that he's just going, and then he's like, I don't even care about anything. He's just like, that's his motivation. Yeah, is to do that so that that fucks his his brother and his dad or his dad or whatever, dude. Yeah, he's trying to get back at his dad. <laughs> using using. What do you think of Charles? Of Charles? Yeah. Who's your uh, out of him and Henry? Who's fucking wrong? <laughs> who, are you, who are you rooting for? <laughs> fucking. Uh, who's your least favorite character in the book? The least favorite character in the book? Yeah. I mean, the person who literally creates all this fuck shit is goddamn Sutton. Yeah. For sure, that's my. That's he's he's very unlikable. He's the root, root of the, the problem, bro. Yeah. Um, but um, I mean, fucking dude. I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's a loaded question. I gotta yeah. think about that. No, I, I gotta think for what I say. I ain't trying to. I'm trying to watch, you know, be like put myself in a weird. Yeah, I don't even know, dude. Um, fucking. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I understand. I understand. Uh, yeah. I kind of felt bad for almost everyone except Subpin. Dude, remember the part when, uh, so like, Charles, he coming up in a certain way. Yeah. And he doesn't, he like thinks his situation is like the same as everybody's or something. Yeah. He's like, he didn't understand. And like, he was talking about how he's like, Charles back when he was growing up? Yeah. Uh, and what about fucking a homie Sharif just doing deep breathing at the cold window all the time? Yeah, I know. That's a fucking funny. That's a wild one. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he with his with his uh, four names and sixteenth part black blood and his expensive esoteric font of red clothing. It's a bar, dude. <laughs> one four six, names. Six. His four names. And like, dude, he just like he he got he got a freelance right now. He, he ain't got no solid like, uh, identity. Grounding. Yeah, he just, just comes come through that wild drip to, to compensate. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, I don't know yeah, why. He's like, I'm this now, bro. I got a fucking Gucci belt on. Um. Yeah, damn. He showed up at some University of Mississippi. Fucking older than everybody. Got all these fucking hats. You said that in class. You said that. Yeah, you got mad hats, dude. Okay, it's two thirty nine forty. So, so he's thinking. Too, he grew up in like Haiti. Yeah, he did. So, he, so basically, Sutton when he was real young, um, is in Haiti. He gets he, in with like a plantation. Owner. He, yeah, he's at the plantation owner, and he like they fuck or they're together. But then he learns that she's like. Or black or oh yeah, yeah. That's what they told her that 
they told him he she was Spanish for mm-hmm. a while, and then he found out right. that she was like 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 one eighty yeah. or something. <laughs> Right, dude. This is and so then he fucking peels the fuck yeah. out of it, <laughs> taking a bunch, taking like fifty slaves with him. Right, he just like yeah. Just, but then he, but then he had already impregnated her. Yeah. She, so he so sets him up with some money, though. Right, but then Charles gets born. Yeah. And he has no idea. Oh um, yeah, he, he has no idea. Mind. Yeah. Um, so it's like this. Is what his mom said to him. He's your father. He cast you and me aside and denied you his name. Now go. And then sit down and let God finish it. Pistol or knife or rack. Destruction or grief or anguish. God to call the shot and turn the wheel. That's what his mom said about this kid's dad. She had some, some bad feelings toward him. Not for sure, bro. <laughs> he had some, like, fucking bars that sound like a country song. Like what? I said, the bright heels of all the lost moments of 15 and 16. <laughs> <laughs> like a, some Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, this part. Where's that at? Um, I don't know, it's in the middle of the page. 239, middle of 239. It's after that M dash that goes, what were you going to say? Yeah, the place you're from. Yeah, hating the place you're from, because that's the but question like, at the very end, right? You're getting a, yeah, the, hating the place you're from. Yeah. So it's like, you want to get away from it. But you can never you can forgive it. You can never you never forget it. You know it's like just fucking part of you, bro. Yeah. Whatever power had created the place. Wow, that's some real shit, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for you to hate it had likewise got you away from the place. So okay, hold on. Fuck you. So this whole chapter is like, or this whole part's going into the childhood of Charles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If he he grew up in Haiti. Right. And he had some sup-pin money, so he was, like, wealthy, but he was, like, raised by a single mom, and everyone, I guess, knew that they were part black now. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And so he grew up with some money, but, like, outside all that, and his mom, like, engendered this hate in him. Right. For, for like, himself, basically. Right. This self-hate, because he's got to hate where he's from and who he is, because his father left him because of who he is. So he's got... All this hate fucking right. building up for himself. It's like Quentin, dude. Totally. It's a lot like Quentin. You're fucking sure. Yeah. And that revenge against his father. Right. Quentin's looking for that, too. Exactly. He's looking for some recognition from his father. It's like that, too. Because right. Quentin's the... And shit, Charles gets killed and Quentin kills himself. Exactly. Quentin kills himself six months later. But, yeah... I thought this was interesting where it was just like you were thank God you didn't remember anything about it I think that, I think that's the place yeah um, yet at the same time you were not to maybe dared not to ever forget it because you can't ever forget the place um, he not he not even knowing maybe that he took it for granted that all kids didn't have fathers too Ooh. and that getting snatched every day or so from whatever harmless pursuit in which you were not bothering anybody and even thinking about them by someone because that someone was bigger than you stronger than you and held for a minute or five minutes under a kind of busted water pipe of incomprehensible fury and fierce yearning and vindictiveness Ooh. and jealous rage was a part of childhood which all mothers of children had received in turn from their mothers so you you don't understand it that no yeah. not everyone's going through this yeah. you, you didn't realize it you know um, damn
think Shreve's narrating this whole part. Yeah. On behalf of Charles. Yeah. So he's basically, shit, Shreve is like telling Quentin who he is through this. Because Quentin's right, relating hard. Right, right. Quentin's relating hard to fucking Whoa. Charles. That's usually what happens. Shreve tells him a bunch of shit. Yeah. And then Quentin goes like, alright, bro. And then he thinks for a while. Yeah. Much, and just says <laughs> one thing. Yeah. And then Shreve just like starts the next part. Yeah, sometimes they'll go like page after page of Shreve, and then yeah. Quentin will just say yes, yes, and then, and then Shreve be, again, and then yeah. sometimes they'll break sometimes into they'll break into a long italics. Exactly, dude. Yeah, dude. That's. What do you think of how like this shit ends? It ends on that Quentin saying he doesn't hate the South. Well, right before that, the most important part of that, the most like wild part of that is, like, so Jim Bond is like. Um, yeah, Jim Bond Jim is Bond Charles says, Jr.'s. This is what I transcribed from the last page. Um, Shreve says, the Jim Bonds are going to conquer the Western oh, Hemisphere, yeah. not in our time. Not in our time. They'll bleach out again like the rabbits and the birds, dude. At the poles. Yeah. What does it say between there? That whole quote is, I think that in time the Jim Bonds are going to conquer the Western Hemisphere. Of course, it won't be quite be in our time, and of course, as they spread toward the poles, they will bleach out again like the rabbits and the birds do, so they won't show up so sharp against the snow. But it will still be Jim Bond, and so in a few thousand years, I, who regard you, will also have sprung from the loins of African kings. Now I want you to tell me just one more thing. Why do you hate the South? Yeah, what do you think of that? But that's a while, yeah. I don't know, dude. I mean, it's it's kind of like a statement bar, you know? Yeah, he puts that on the last page. Yeah, he's just like, dude, fucking... Is that like a, a pro-black statement at the end? Is what I was wondering when I read that. Like, how do Faulkner's racial views come into that? Like, what does that mean about his... That's a established... Yeah, that's for sure. Like, a whatever fucking... Damn, we trying to like hold, yeah. hold up, uphold with like some like I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's like it, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. A, I don't know. I feel like it's a reduction to be like to be like yeah, that's a positive. Yeah, thing, yeah, you know, I know what you mean. But like, I don't totally feel like, and also, I don't know. I just like that. I like that. Me too. I read it, and I was yeah. like, because it didn't. It didn't. Overlook like bleach out at the poles. That's kind of the bars I was thinking yeah. about are kind of like this, where it's interesting to look at that. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I have this one rant about it. Yeah, about yeah, about like the roots of like patriarchal society, and it's kind of a quote from. Let's hear it from. All right, it's a quote from. Um, all right, it's just this quote from Trip. You ever read that book, Trip? Trip by Talon. Uh, no, I know Talon. Yeah, Talon is, yeah. right. But he's talking about the beginning of, like, patriarchal society. Yeah. Societies that... Okay, I'll just read it. Okay, go ahead. Alright. Around 7,000 years ago... 7,000 years ago. Way before the Bible. Yeah. Various groups of dominator-style people from the north began to invade the goddess-worshipping civilizations in the south. First in the Near East, then in Anatola, and spreading west over millennia throughout Europe. So the northern 
patriarchal societies began invading closer the southern goddess worshipping societies. Okay. Okay? They worshipped male deities, rode horses, and war chariots were hierarchic, patrilineal, patrilocal, it's just like everything yeah. but lands through the dad, and pastoral. In the north, you're out here more, in case pastoral, um, and had lighter skin were bigger than those in the south. They associated black with death, unlike the pre-existing people in Europe and Anatolia, old Europeans who viewed black, wrote in Buddhist in the language of the goddess, 1989, as the color of fertility, the color of damp caves and rich soil, Ooh. of the womb of the goddess where life begins. All right? Yeah. So think about that. If you deify the womb, think about how we think about dark. Damn. So there's this interesting, like, white, like, pale masculine and the dark feminine. Right, right. But it's also it's tied, but it's tied to the poles. Okay, so this is what I said yeah. about it. Okay, just the element of the poles. If you're further in the north, people have lighter skin in the north. Yeah. Versus the equator. This is the amount of sun you get. Dealing with harsher conditions, only the most, like, fucking savage motherfuckers, like, you know? Yeah. Wrangling yeah. horses and shit, um, didn't die in. Think about it. Yeah. People who survive up there, you're going to be, like, it's harder to get through the winter. Yeah. They could deal with gnarlier conditions and were pushed by the survival instinct to develop, like, technology. Like, you're not incentivized to, like, start using a horse to ride. Yeah, true. Start using all your things as tools. Yeah. You don't need to do that, right? So then, um, so then it made sense that, like, when, (laughs) these are kind of some silly bars, but, that it would reflect in what you... It made sense that that's what would reflect what you um, deify. Yeah, yeah. Because if, like, the son... Oh, that's interesting. Or I said, like, father-son, <laughs> right? When father-son was present most of the year, southern equatorial peoples, people worshipped the mother. And then, like, when, like, mm. Mother Nature... Mm. When Mother Nature's wilding out most Ooh. of the year, right? Northern Nordic peoples, yeah. Antarctic folk didn't even survive. People had to fight back in order to, like, survive. So they worship like the savage, like masculine. Like, That's very interesting to get them through. You know what I mean? That's very interesting. So it's like, but we are a product of page, like you know, like a, mm-hmm. of that type of. But it's also like, tool, but also like tools are like good. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything, we, but like you gotta like, but we sometimes you gotta chill. You know? Yeah, for sure. But I like that how we tied it to the idea of the poles. Yeah, like, yeah, that was like, spread to the poles. Right? Yeah, but the the more equatorial mode is like the more fertile, um, and then the northern mode you're using everything as a tool, kind of, you know. Yeah, they got this interesting thing where like they're talking about a hot place the whole time, but Quentin and uh, fucking Shreve were in a very cold that is room. A fucking bro, that's a that's a golden bar. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> totally right. That's totally and right. And it's like really emphasized how fucking it is cold it is. Oh, and that's what that wisteria shit is about too. Oh. That's some north shit. Interesting. Because that's, I looked that up, I had no idea yeah. what wisteria was, but yeah. that's some northern shit. Oh. 
So that's like he's emphasized this, and for sure, they're in the north, and he's telling a Canadian this story, right. which is really interesting. Line. Yeah, with serious type of vine or something. Yeah, it, it's very colorful. I learned some yeah sick words. With serious horse related bars, spavined. That's like a <laughs> a spavined horse. He got like fucked up bones. Yeah, and his legs don't work and shit. But he a washed ass horse. But spavine could also be used for a wagon. If his spokes are all fucked up, or his wheels fucked up, it's also speed. Yeah, it's transportation, bro. Transportation changed. That's what stereo. Oh, sick, dude. There's a lot of horse bars throughout. A lot of horse country. bars, dude. He was a he was a big time horse but rider. We, but we are we are on that trajectory. Cars are extension of horses. Yeah, cars sure. are using a thing. To get to going that like we oh man yeah oh no yeah just I, I already told you about this but the transportation the transportation stuff so basically yeah. the idea of an obsession with with transportation yeah and, is like futurism that's tied to futurism that's like it's tied to shit. fascism that's, too that's what they're fighting supposedly they're fighting like the, you know the future that's a fascist impulse absolutely but look who yeah but like I mean in Nazi Germany the trains were never late. Or no fucking delays. You know what I mean? Exactly. But I mean, who don't fucking... We got that car industry. Like, that's a... The car is an American symbol, bro. Like, yeah, America, for America sure. That's like a started. fucking open road. Yeah, that's America. That's some, that's some American... That's some shit. That's a seed we planted, bro. Yeah, true. You know? So... And we still got that now. I mean, what are they doing? Like, a tax to, like, get past... Or are they doing a... They're adding a toll? Like, go south of, like... Are they? One, one, like, uh, 63. The point is, like, we, our whole shit, yeah, our whole, this whole thing we got going is based on fucking cars, bro. True. And black, and fucking using that oil, dude. Yeah. Everything is based on that. It's getting OD, dude. Yeah. That's why, that's why we're all fucked up. That's our, wow. Yeah. We don't know, we don't, we, we lean in too heavy on that one resource. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we gotta find some new plugs, bro. I mean, or switch up the mode. That's that cotton shit too. Exactly. Of that. You that lean south, fucking leaned on that hundred percent. Lean on flour. Lean on a was ruined. We're leaning on this on oil. A, on a, on yeah, that's a good a, point. On a on a on a, on a comp- you know earthly component. Yeah, man. I'm gonna run the bathroom. Oh, that sounds good, bro. Want to smoke? Yeah, absolutely, bro. Kaepernick for his workout today wore a Kunta Kinte shirt. Wild. <laughs> Wild. Um, you, you were bumping that old that OG Kendrick, huh? Yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, I was listening to that all week. Did you listen to that, that project? Yeah. Untitled and Masters? It's such a... It's such a... I heard some stuff from it, but I never, like, checked it out. Yeah, dude, that song you sent me... Yeah. Was recorded. So he just gave the days of the recording. Yeah. That was four days after my walk finished. Oh, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? He recorded that on on June right in the June 2014. But yeah. Wow. Get top get top on get top on the phone. Oh yeah. That's that one. Get top. I was sleeping on that, dude. Because I always played the I always played drugs don't get you high as yeah. We won't yeah. get you high as levitate, levitate. But I never I slept on that one. But uh yeah, after and then he gets that like 
little fucking line of top on the phone and then he changes his whole flow. He goes, Cornrow Kenny. <laughs> and like he goes in like Cornrow a whole Kenny. Uh, That's a vitalic shit right there. Totally, bro. <laughs> Kendrick's always doing that. Though. Kendrick, dude.